This is loudspeaker. This show features scenes that may not be appropriate for all audiences. A full list of content warnings is available in the show notes. Remember that nothing is what it seems when you're tuned into the weird. Hal, you're walking down the streets of Carrion Hill. How does it feel to be back? Given what you told me at the end of the last episode, I have to assume not good? Or is this pre-whatever happened? This is the actual streets uh, pre-what you saw before of Carrion Hill. It feels off. Like, it It feels like I am invading privacy. It does not feel like I thought it would feel to be back in Carrion Hill. It does have that vibe of, like, Maggie's gonna get mad. Why am I here? Because am I aware I am in uh, a mental dreamscape created by a demon named Greg? (laughs) I I don't think so in this space. I think you're just in this space, kind of confused, like it's a dream. Okay, uh, then, yeah, I, I think I just kind of make a beeline to maybe go to the pizza bar, because that is one of my few points of references I have, is, is like, the pizza bar and probably, like, Maggie's house and stuff like that, but obviously I don't think Hal would want to go to, to Maggie's place. Right, yeah, so you see the pizza bar, and it's about, like, a quarter of a mile down, so it's, it's like, a significant distance. You're over by the, the restaurant where you had breakfast, which isn't actually too far away from the pizza bar. They're still very close, but it's just, like, just far enough away that, you know, it's a, just a slight little walk. But you, uh, you walk towards there, and you can see Maggie leaving the pizza bar. Frozen. Hal cannot move. She looks at you. And she freezes as well. I raise a finger to speak and then immediately dash the other way. As you dash away, the town starts disappearing around you. The, the 13 churches, the, <laughs> the, the, multi- the two restaurants, the neighborhoods, even like the, the mining equipment just right over the hill um, that you can just see peeking over. It all just disappears. And you're no longer standing in a town. You're standing in a desert. I turn around and look for Maggie. She's gone. Fuck, no, she's not. I uh, begin running back in the direction where Maggie was. All right, and as you start running back, you flash right back to the moment, right back into Harpstead, and Sam walks up to you. So, you and Sam are in town and are currently in the midst of a fight. Namely, over the location of a specific gun that has gone missing somewhere in town. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, we, we took it from Ash and then... The church who? burned down. No, no, and... no. Who, who, we? Who is we? It was me, Paul, Steve, Ryan, uh, Sarah, 
It was this all, is a all lot of, of people to be taking one small gun. I don't think each of you had a hand on it. One person had to have taken this gun. Who was it? It was it was me. And where is it now? I don't know. Well, when you took the gun, did you grab it by the the barrel or by the end with the trigger? I grabbed it by the barrel. All right, well, that barrel's going to be getting a lot closer to you if you don't find it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Understood? Yes. Yes, Pastor. We have a great exodus coming, my child, and we must be prepared for it, and all of the firearms must come to me. Okay. I understand. Greg, be with you. And also with you. This has gotten so out of hand. <laughs> um, and then I drop them off to go find my fucking gun. Yeah, and as Sam uh, walks away from you, Hal, you, uh, we pan over. You can't see this, Ooh. but the audience can. Uh -huh. Look at you, dear audience. That hiding nestled. No. Fuck. <laughs> what? No, I know. I they took the fucking gun, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so nestled behind uh, their back, uh, kind of in their their pants waistline behind them, as a Tomb Raider wants to do, uh, <laughs> or John McClane is wont to do. Uh, it is uh, tucked in in the the pants line, and she walks off. The line of great action heroes, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, John McClane, Sam. I go and collect more gasoline. Hi there. Um, Hi. I don't think I, you, you, were, you were here earlier getting the gas, right? That I was. I need more. Okay, yeah, we can do that. Um, it's uh, about $3 a gallon right now, so uh, how much would you like to, to pay for it? Jesus Christ, this, this is the 90s. <laughs> this is, it is 95 cents per gallon. How much was fucking gas in the 90s? Gas prices in the, uh, it's a dollar, it's a dollar 15 a gallon right now. Uh, That's exactly what I just saw. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It's a dollar 15 a gallon right now. Uh, it's a little high. I'm sorry about the the the, the rising prices. You know, <laughs> you better Bill be. Clinton. You know, you know old Bill Clinton. I know old Tricky Bill. Yes, just load me up. We've got a very long drive ahead of us, and we are going to need as much gas as we can get here. All right. And he starts filling up your your car. This is one of those locations where they fill up the the gas for you. Um, Hate it. And then it Monster. fills it fills up the Ford it fills up the Ford Fiesta. The Ford Fiesta has about like a it's a monster. It's about a 18 gallon tank for this Ford Fiesta. It was it's taken from like a fucking semi. Gallon tank. <laughs> what? It's a fucking Ford Ranger. They took it from a fucking Ford Ranger. You fill it up, and the gentleman says, "Well, it's going to be about forty forty three dollars." How about this? A good word from the Lord instead. Peace be with you, my child. And then I just walk out the door, get in the car, and leave. <laughs> hey, you need 
to pay the fuck. God damn those fucking cult members. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know where you're going. I'm preparing for the great exodus. So I'm going now to like a hardware store to pick up uh, various bits of weaponry. Not weaponry, um, like a machete, how you know. How serious are you? My town is getting destroyed if I don't go and save it. We are going to go on a mass exodus. My people are going- it! <laughs> You're the one who's on fire. Oh, you're no, talking Car about Carrion Hill. I'm talking about oh. Carrion Hill, and my premonition uh. of the future has shown. That wasn't your town. You were there for three days. I was there for more than <laughs> that. Even. I would I'd visit every weekend or whatnot. All right. So, uh, Scotty, I do need to say that before you leave for Carrion Hill, we do need to be at the town. At, oh yeah, at yeah. Harpstead, no, right now I'm so just prepping. So just in the background, imagine Hal Bishop gathering up random shit. <laughs> but yeah, like there ain't much plot action happening right now. Now I'm just going full Mad Max Fury Road. Mmm, I dig this. So we cut back to the farm. Are we picking up like right where we left off? Uh, there's been a little bit of a break, so you had some time for water, ashes, rest a little bit. Yeah, like, what time is it? Is it still... It's nighttime. Yeah, it would be, it would be probably at least seven. At yeah. least seven. But, yeah, but so it's like eight. sun, sunset at this point. Like, it's, yeah. it's still... Dusk, dusk was when I was supposed to be executed. Right. Oh, true. So it's nighttime. But it, it would have to be probably a pretty bright moon right because uh the farmer saw us in you know at, at dark i did just realize yeah it's midnight how bishop's buying machetes by candlelight right now <laughs> i okay it's the next morning so okay, okay. good this is so y'all have had the the night to sleep on on this farm that was chill of them yeah ash has been sleeping on the couch and jesse where were did, you had a you slept there was like a pile of hay somewhere or like what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think if if they um did not specify I I would just like probably have um taken a a spot on the floor uh okay. near where Ash is uh sleeping and I would have taken like a a pillow from the couch or something to prop up my head. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I would say you both are small enough that you both can fit on a couch. Like this is Aww. a bigger, like a little bit longer of a normal couch. And y'all, y'all can like, like toe to toe, like, like one person's laying this way. One person's laying this way. And as long as you're slightly in the fetal position, both of you can fit on this couch. Cool. So, yeah. So the man comes, comes up to you and says, all right, I need you to fucking get out of my, off my property. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I gotta say, you got you have been just so so kind to let us stay here overnight after everything we went through. Oh my goodness. Um what how long have you have you had to deal with these folks? Did you not just hear what I said? I said you need to fucking go. Like I'm not I'm not here to to talk to you folks about about any of this, I don't need any of the drama that those people tend to cause for for me and my family. 
Well, then why is why has one of you been hiding in the town and sneaking around in the church? You saw her, huh? Yes, sir. We we saw her uh, running out of the back of the church. Um, right as it uh, caught a blaze and um, sent all those uh, those folks um, scattering. Uh, and all the while, I'm like taking off my shoe and making a really big production of like knocking rocks out of it and sort of relacing it and everything, just sort of making moves towards leaving, but not actually like in any hurry. Ash isn't even like I'm not even bothering with the pretense. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we saw her run right out. Hmm. Well, we have been at odds with uh, Harpstead for. Oh, about ten generations of the the Russell family. The name's uh fuck. Nice to meet you, fuck. Name's fuck Russell. <laughs> <laughs> uh the first thing that popped up was Ross. Ross Russell. That's not <laughs> oh, it. Geez. Yes. Um Freddie did uh pop up here four times on this this roll. Uh hi there, folks. My name's Fred Russell. Yeah, so the the Russell family, you know, we've been we've been here on this farm for uh, hundreds of years, and we have a very specific agreement with Harpstead. Really now, all right. Well, we'll say it. They leave us alone. We leave them alone. Not exactly the Magna Carta, but effective. Clearly, that's not what's happening. No, no, you're right, because very recently they have been growing in numbers. There, there's usually about, like, 10 or 15 of them, and now there's about, like, 50. 50 of those Harpsteadians. And that's kind of worrisome, because um, you escaped from there. You said that you were about killed. You've probably seen what they are capable of. Yes, sir. Yep. Right? My daughter here, she has been just keeping an eye, making sure that they're not trying to pull a fast one. Seems fair enough, Mr. Freddy. The other the other thing, those people don't come around here because of what we grow. Did I did I notice what they were growing as we were walking in last night? Hmm, what are they growing? I was thinking. I was thinking, being joking and saying it's weed. Please, but... yeah, I was gonna say, please, oh, you please, guys don't... have a real bad skunk problem around here, don't you? Because <laughs> I've, I've got a, I've got a really good idea now, Charles. So you better tell me what they're fucking growing. Turnips. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck mustard. So, what? <laughs> we bottles growing. of mustard. And mustard is a plant, idiot. <laughs> For the last two hundred years. Uh, my family's been growing lavender, and I don't know if you noticed, none of their food has lavender. Most food doesn't. However, in this case, there's no lavender. There's not really any kind of plants out there, and they do that on purpose, because that lavender can kill them. That's, that's peculiar. Well, I gave you something. I want something in return. The fuck were you doing in that town? Well, I'd gotten a, a call, a, a package showed up at... The radio station I work for uh, had a burner phone in it and a letter, and I got to talking with somebody who said that they were... Let me cut to the chase. The pastor lured me there to eat me, um, but I got there a little bit early, took a look, saw him eating somebody else. That's when I turned tail, ran out of there, 
met the agent here, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I got the story of why you guys were were on your way. My partner and I work for a specific branch of the government that tends to deal with this sort of thing. We were given a tip off by an anonymous source. I honestly, I thought it was garbage. And that we were just going to bust a normal cult. It was a favor for my partner. He he just had a breakup. He's kind of going through a thing. It's a long story. But now I've had reason to believe that we were also lured here. I'm not 100% sure why. I'm sort of beyond caring. I Like I said, I'm also having a time at this point. God. Got the worst headache. I lost all my five-hour energies. <laughs> you said you had another agent? Yes, my, my partner, Hal Bishop. He kind of went off the deep end. No, he's fine. He's just, he's going through. Look, I murdered the pastor um, before he could eat young Jesse here. Thank you, by the way. You're very welcome. You know, I, I was waiting for a thank you on that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but, you know, I do appreciate that. Uh, Hal did take over the cult. Um, it was for show, but I think he's starting to enjoy himself a little more. Like I said, he's he's been having a rough time lately. He did get imbued with Greg's powers. G- Greg is a really odd name for a centuries-old demonic regeneration cult, whatever that thing is. Um, I just want to throw that out there. No one's really mentioned it. So what was your... Uh... Sorry if you, you mentioned this earlier, Mr. Fred, but what was your um, daughter, uh, right? What was she doing in Harpstead? Was she just checking on him? Like, what's the deal? Good question. We're trying to get rid of him once and for all. And it seems like right now may be a good time to do so. And I'm thinking that you may agree with me there. I think we could help each other out, yes. I think so, yeah. So your friend is run, running this cult now, huh? So we're going to have to kill your friend, you know, no We're going to have to back up a little bit there. <laughs> yeah, he, like, just just got a little little bit of a hint of Greg. Do you think maybe we could sort of back it out? There's Something? no such thing as a hint of, hint of Greg. Just a, t- just a touch of Greg. A touch of Greg. I think maybe we get, like, a little, a little lavender tincture. Maybe that'll, like, just spray it on him like a little kitty cat. And uh, I think that might <laughs> shoot, shoot that Greg away. Mr. Russell, after they put whatever it is that, that gives them the powers or whatever, whatnot, he had the opportunity to kill me, and he didn't take it. He's, he's my partner. And yes, he's going, he's going through it, and he's not at his best, but he's not evil and i'm not going to kill him and look we're going to take we are going to take this cult out we're absolutely going to destroy him but if you do anything to hurt hal bishop i will kill you wow that was pretty intense um well anyway also mr fred you you came into this like hundreds of years in right like these people have been around for a while so as far mm-hmm. as you know They've been bad people from the beginning. As far as you know, this process, this gregification, doesn't do anything to affect somebody's personality. 
uh, Agent Howe could be the exact same person he's always been. It's kind of jumping the gun a little bit to just, you know, take a big swath of lavender, shove it all down his throat. Um, Ash, when you were in there and you saw your friend had changed, did you notice something different about him? Have you noticed anything off about your friend? Well, he was a little toothier, and, um, I mean, he didn't have his usual kicky ponytail, but that was about it. Everything else seemed like the same person. Uh, I mean, the ponytail is a really significant defining feature. (laughs) Okay, well, we're gonna try to save your friend, I guess. I don't know how the fuck we're gonna do that. I'll, I'll handle that part. Let's just... Please take care of this cult, because I really would like to go home and get a really good cup of coffee. Hey, everyone. It is Charles here in the middle of the episode here on... Episode 3, Chapter 5, the final chapter of Welcome to Harpstead. So we've got just a just a little bit left of this episode arc for you. And then uh, we will be starting our fourth episode, So, which is really, really exciting. So we'll, we'll get right back into it real quick here. Uh, but I do want to say a few thank yous as usual. Uh, thank you so much to Lee Shackelford, who voices the intro at the beginning of every episode. Uh, thank you so much to Nancy Dreckman for voicing Cheyenne Madej, the DJ of The Vibe, our sister show, which airs opposite weeks of us. Thank you so much to Ty from Side Character Quest. Ty, it has been an absolute honor to work with you over the last few months. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Ty's show, uh, Side Character Quest, the link to that is in the show notes of this episode. And then, as always, thank you so much to Loudspeaker, our our network who supports us in creating this this art. Uh, Loudspeaker is a hybrid radio station and podcasting network that focus on cre- focuses on creating shows that are run by members of underserved communities. Our show's there. The vibe's there. We've got a few more shows coming up here soon. There's a great, a lot of great stuff. Because it's a radio station, we have a lot more flexibility in what we can air on the station. So we have a lot of cool um, aspects of the show that you can listen to live with us or listen to our, on our Patreon, um, which you can go to patreon.com slash join the weird and join up where you will get a bonus episode. You'll get access to the game that we're playing, which we will be updating in the next few weeks, uh, behind the scenes content, uh, early access to the podcast and soon within the next week, I think we're actually doing a one shot, uh, with a famous horror monster, 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 horror monster, uh, horror movie monster that Ash Delaney and uh, Hal Bishop go up against. Real, real fun time. Um, and that goes, goes up here for our Patreon or for our patrons here uh, in the next week or so. Um, we're hoping by Halloween, but uh, due to certain circumstances, it may be a little bit late. With that, yeah, we're jumping into episode four next. Um, it's a lore-heavy episode, which is really, really exciting. Um, I'm really excited for y'all to experience that. And then just be aware, after episode four, we are going to take a mid-season break to get the the final few episodes all scheduled and ready to go uh, to finish out season one of The Weird. We are, oh boy, we're about halfway through 
we will be halfway through here shortly. So that's who oh boy. It's a lot. Super excited that you were you you've joined us here with us. Dear diary, today the mean man with the glasses gave me a lobotomy. Could you please take this seriously? This is a scientific recording device. I take it you're familiar with the guidelines of your sentence, seeing as you agreed to come here of your own volition. That's a pretty generous term. Well, point being, you're here now, and I don't believe your feelings have much of an effect on your situation. You took the deal. You transferred to Nemesine. What's done is done. Hello, police. Where should I commit a crime? Could you direct me to a good place to rob, please? Given the lack of successes in this area from my predecessor, Dr. Dent, and the fact that we don't have access to any of the pre-existing research in this Because field, we're working in a space prison! Because we're working in a space prison. I'm not expecting any major breakthroughs. Amazon, coming to all podcast streaming platforms on July 17th. Remember where you are. So we we cut back to Hal and what is what is Hal doing in preparation now? God, what the fuck is Hal doing? <laughs> uh, I did buy fireworks um, because I couldn't find a guns, I guess. Fair. So I did buy fireworks and also a bottle of whiskey, but that's just for later after the Great Exodus. What you see when you cut back to Harpstead is the Ford Fiesta there, and then two um, other cars next to it that have been acquired by my cult. I don't know how they did it. I commanded them to do it. So there's enough cars there essentially to load up a majority of the cult, and the rest can go in the trunk. And you see me standing once again, clad in robes beard is even more scraggly hair long and matted and nasty as hell it's been a day <laughs> it's, it's been a it's been a stressful day not just a day and old jared leto gets on top of the uh the hood of the ford fiesta as basically his congregation lays in front of him wait 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 harold leto <laughs> oh fuck you! <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of my congregation, today is a good day. Today is a new day. Yes, it is because today is the day of the Great Exodus. Can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Thank you. Not as good as Thomas. May he rest in peace with Greg. But today is the day of the great exodus because, of course, many of you have heard my story, heard the story of my brother-in-law, Greg, of how he died, but his spirit came upon me, rescued me from the depths itself, rescued me from death itself, and brought me back to life. But what you do not know is that a brother-in-law can only exist if there is a sister. That is right, ladies and gentlemen of Harpstead. The sister of Greg still lives. And she lives in a small town known as Carrion Hill, Alabama. 
That is right, ladies and gentlemen. My former girlfriend, Bride, is alive. The spirit of Greg is alive in here on this planet Earth, and it is now our job to go and protect her, for I had a premonition, and that premonition provided to me evidence that Carrion Hill is in danger, and it is our job to save Carrion Hill and save the sister of Greg. We're doing it for Greg. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you. Oh, I miss old Thomas. So are we ready to do this or what? And then I just hold up my hands and then get down off the hood. And basically it's now like we're preparing to go blow up the Death Star. I'm just going around making sure everyone's good. You make a roll for that. They're my cult. <laughs> yeah, it's his cult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my cult now. <laughs> yeah, they they believe in one hundred percent. However, we we cut to just Sam's face, just like looking at Hal, kind of with a little bit of disdain, and then we just we uh, we cut back to our good friends over over yonder. How do you prepare for said battle? Are we going to fucking battle now? I didn't expect for, like, a battle to happen. It's not a battle. I'm just trying to go to Carrion Hill, fuck some shit up with some Roman candles. Well, I'm having a thought. Do I, does, do I know about the castle? Oh. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm the only person who knows about the castle. Far, Farmer Russell doesn't know about the castle? Or have any reason to mention it. Uh, talk about, let's talk about Greg. You can ask, you can ask, like, what more do you know about Greg? Okay. We gotta have a plan of attack here. I don't think we could just run up to town and just start hurling lavender at, at people. Is there any other information that you have gleaned that might be useful here? Um, can I roll for research? <laughs> um... Yeah, roll for research. Also, uh, wait, and also, uh, don't I don't I have a move here? Um, I have the weird. Uh, your life experience gives you a plus one to any shrewd rolls against the weird. Or okay. maybe I want to save that. Actually, okay, save it. Uh, can I roll for research? Hell yeah. Okay, uh, that is a seven plus one. That's it. Eight. <laughs> okay, so it's still a mixed success. Can you read off research for me real quick? I get answers to one question. Uh, so you choose one from this, but you get to choose one from this list. The evidence is tampered with. Someone interrupts your research. The evidence isn't what it seems. And so I get one. I get the answer to one question. And of the questions is, who does this belong to? What actually happened here? Where did they go? Is there something I missed? Man, research only works if there's evidence huh yeah is there something i missed that's a good one yeah i get okay yes fair enough is there something i missed in this case a big fucking castle <laughs> right um i've run into those folks here and there right you know going into town especially lately every once in a while you know they've mentioned you know heading up to the castle for whatever reason there's no castles around here look at the the, the tree line do you see any castles anywhere peeking up over anything? Not not immediately, no. Yeah, so I don't know. It's kind of weird to me, right? They keep talking about this place called the castle. Definitely not their church. Something's out there. Something specific. A castle that's hidden 
in the clouds. I like to go there sometimes in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. If you're going to do your Prince reference, I will do my Lady Miz reference. Hell yeah. And as as he's kind of explaining this, uh, someone does interrupt you. And the smiling face of Sam uh, walks into the house and says, I can help you find that place. Betrayer! (laughs) Judas! Sam looks at the, the two of you and says, So I think we all have the same problem here. Yeah? And I think that problem is Hal Bishop. Uh, you want to run that by me, Sam? You, you wanted to murder both of both me and Jesse yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I have been in this cult probably the shortest period of time out of the rest of the people. I feel, however, that they're going against the original mission of Greg. Living together, living as one. And now we're off on some mission to a town in Alabama. What? It seems like your uh, friends just kind of have a a thing about having a leader. Just kind of like latch on to the most charismatic person in the room. Yeah, it feels like that too, huh? Yeah. It's kind of like how cults work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like that's how a cult operates. Did you say a town in Alabama? Yeah, he wants to go to a a Carrion Hill, I, I guess. Oh. Just like a... Oh, hell. You weren't even dating all that long. <laughs> he said that there was... He had a, a premonition about something happening there and... Uh, now the whole town is excited to go to this other town to save his w- wife? They were just dating. Oh, my God. Point of order, Sam. Uh, premonition, is that a thing that happens, with that really does happen with someone in his position? Can you do a premonition? That's how he found the three of you. That's how uh, the previous pastor found y'all. Hmm. What are you proposing, Sam? You help me. I will help you. And what do you define as help? And what are you expecting in return? I'm gonna need some clearer parameters here. You're right, you're right. You help me remove Hal from his seat as the voice of Greg. And I'll help you get him back. I will help make sure that this town is no longer an issue. I will put this town back where it needs to be focused on each other not on external things sound like a plan and sam reaches out her hand for like shaking your hand while that is happening i make i make quick eye contact with mr fred to see how he is reacting to this he has his shotgun loaded and ready to fire at any moment okay so he does not make eye contact with me i just see that look um all right are you saying that you could get us to this castle, Sam? Oh, yeah. Then a deal's a deal. Cool. Okay, uh, so I need to know what you guys are fucking doing, or do I? I don't think so, because I feel like it's the obvious progression of where things will go. I think so, yeah. That's a terrifying statement. <laughs> it's the obvious progression. And me and Scotty have talked. 
how, okay, how are you guys going to solve the Scotty has powers thing? It's a little thing called the power of friendship, Charles. Dope. Okay, cool. And I am assuming that things are operating on vampire rules in certain respects also. Yes. <gasps> Hell yeah. Cool. Fucking All right, send then, it. yeah. No, that we got that we got this. We're set. We're good. This is going to be dope as hell. All right. So, where do you guys want to start? Uh me, Jesse, and I don't know, is Fred coming too? <laughs> Fuck yeah, Fred's coming too. His daughter's not. Okay. That's fine. Fair. She she did quite a lot of reconnaissance apparently. Um we are loaded up with lavender, I guess. I've shoved it down my my pants and my under my shirt and stuff. <laughs> And uh, is this bothering Sam being this close to it? Oh, yeah. How close do they have to get? It has to be touching, but like lavender Mm -hmm. can spread. Yeah. So like the smell itself is kind of making Sam go (laughs) just a little, just a little unease the stomach. Every once in a while she goes, hold up. I can't, I can't breathe. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Do we notice any like visible physical reaction like like is sam's skin turning like red or or like getting hives or anything like like uh, i would say like hives yeah you see like a couple little bumps like maybe on her neck and that she is itching as well which is which is not to say that a piece of lavender from five feet away is going to do something but she is in the middle of a field of lavender so like okay who would have thought all those people with essential oils were on to (laughs) something And, uh, yeah, I guess Sam's leading us to the castle. Sam looks at you all and says, well, what we call Greg, uh, it's kind of a bad translation for what Greg is. What we understand of Greg is that he's been around a long time. He's had many different names. Originally, from what I understand from hearing from the previous pastor... Uh, they called him Gregoth, the olden god Gregoth, and that slowly over time changed to just Greg. As it is with mo- most immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, Gregoth was his name from the old god country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just quickly, assumedly, if they're going to the castle. Wouldn't they have to cross where I could see them to go up to the castle? So if you look at the map, there is kind of like two different distinct paths that lead up towards the castle itself. I see. So there is. I wonder why those two distinct paths were created. I wonder why there are two separate ways to get there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that is kind of the direction that we are heading is back towards that. And as you just previously, as Hal did, uh, once you get across very specifically the river that's there, um, you can start to see the castle appear in front of you. And yeah, same exact situation. The ground is, is burned out around it. What are you doing? I don't, I'm going along with your game plan at this point. So what are your intentions here, Sam? I want to be the person in charge. That's it. Well, how's going to the castle going to make this happen? There can only be one Highlander. Uh, no, there can only be (laughs) one pastor at any one time. So if we go there, we talk to Greg, say, hey, 
your new guy's not working out, maybe he will make me the pastor? Greg's the reasonable sort? I don't know. I haven't really spoken too much to Greg personally, but we can try. Right. And then and once we do that, we go back to Harpstead. We take the lavender and we take out Hal. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. Mm, I still have the keys to the Ford Fiesta. Jesse, let me give those to you for safekeeping. Um, Jesse, I don't have the I don't have the keys to the Ford Fiesta. I fall back a little bit as we're walking, mm-hmm. and I elbow you very sharply in the ribs. <clears throat> and I'm probably going to have to roll now because yes. I'm going to try to very very clandestine clandestinely clandestinely tell you to use your burner and call Hal. Okay. What am I trying to... You're going to warn him. Okay. Okay. I think that that is the, the, what I would have assumed. So I... I yeah. Okay, cool. So here, let me... Well, I got I to roll. That's a 10. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh, God. My modifier would be plus two, but you know what? That's a 10 on its own, baby. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess I, I, I make the little cell phone motion with my hand while Sam's mm-hmm. back is turned, and I'm hoping you can figure it out from there. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I hit the speed dial for Hal in my pocket uh, and let it ring, and in a, after a few moments, I'm assuming Hal picks up. Hal Bishop, former government agent, current cult leader, how can I help you today? So, Sam, uh, I, I know we're, we're walking up towards this here castle, so what's what exactly is the game plan for when we uh, when we catch this this Hal fella? Sorry, I wasn't really paying attention. I know you probably just said this to. Uh, were you guys just talking about this? You and Ash were you and Ash as we approached this castle, just talking about our, what the plan was as far as. Uh, I feel like I understand. I feel like I get it. Uh, I hang up the phone. I take a step down off the Ford Fiesta because I think I just perma-stand on the Ford Fiesta until we're getting ready to leave. And I look around at my followers and I go, uh, just give me one second. I just need a quick head count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ah, we're missing Miss Number 13, Old Judas. Folks, <laughs> Exodus is canceled. We're going to the fucking castle. And we just start uh, marching towards the castle. No. <laughs> yes, no. I'm bringing all of them the with opposite. me. I don't know. Why would you do yes. that? To take out Judas. That is the opposite of helpful. Just bring yourself, you fucking idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm lusting over cult power. Scotty. This is a game. <laughs> I will roll a dice to see if the thrall overtakes me, and if I go alone, oh. or if I bring the cult. No, Scotty, you go. You go with the cult. You go with the cult. That's what you said you were going to do. You were going to do that. Uh, no, okay. I rolled an eight, which means me and two cult members. That's it. The rest stay behind to get prepared for the exodus. I'm legitimately mad at you right now. I don't care. <laughs> This is what he, call he's under a thrall. I am the bad guy here. I'm not supposed to make you happy. <laughs> Keep the story going. What's happening? All right. Are we at the damn castle? Yeah. So you're making your way in. The The doors are wide open. Uh, you, you make your way inside of this space. 
and the the shape of Greg inside of the chair. Gregoth is is seated <laughs> the at the of Greg. Big, like the yeah. water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then we seduce him. <laughs> My favorite Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> the shape of Greg. I'm in love with the shape of Greg. <laughs> uh, you hear you hear the, the, the rumbling of Greg's deep voice. What brings you here? Uh Well we've we've never met. My name is Ash Delaney. To be perfectly frank, um, I did not 100% think that I would actually, like, I think there was some part of my mind that thought this whole thing was, was I was going to come over here and it was going to be a prank show or something. <laughs> <laughs> Aston Kutcher, where are you, Aston Kutcher? Oh, uh, nice to meet you, <laughs> Mr. Uh, oh, God, um, my name's Jesse Ward. Uh, I think you might have known that. Whew. That doesn't answer my question. What are you doing here? I'll let Ash take this. It's okay. I'll field this one. You can you can put the talk boy away. I don't think I can move. <laughs> Hand is locked in position with it like oh. up. It's fine, buddy. You were you were doing great. You did a great job. Very proud of you. So came up to, to see you, wanted to say hi. Lovely town you've got. Had quite a stay here. Great people. Mm, definitely haven't hated every minute of it. <laughs> got introduced to uh, your pastor. Um, it's just, it's been a wild time. Met Sam here. And, uh, Sam, I think you had something you wanted to say. Sam is just kind of like, Sam is experienced... Greg before, but never has really spoken to him directly. Uh, Greg, sir, um, the person that we chose to work with you is not working out. Can we choose somebody else? Namely, somebody who has been with the cult for some time. There's a just quiet, as Greg thinks. Greg looks and says, What? No, uh, <laughs> like, what's wrong? Fuck? What is I not working? Did, I just did this earlier today, Christ. WTF, you guys. <laughs> but no, Greg, Greg looks and says, That is fine. Who is the new leader? And Sam looks and says, well, I, I was hoping it would be me. I think that I would be really good at this situation. I feel like I have a lot of qualifications. I really care about you. I really care about the cult. Uh, do you call it a cult, Greg? Do you, like, uh, I don't know if that's, like, a word that you use. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, my goal is to make sure that we focus on you and we focus on our family. That is right. <laughs> a Roman candle bursts through the door and just cracks Sam in the side of the fucking head. Sam gets knocked to the ground. 
that one can only be described as angry Jesus walks through the door. Family, is that what you want to talk about? Family, you abandoned us on the day of the great exodus. You betrayed us. You betrayed me. And I grab Sam by the hair and just like drag them outside, leaving you two in there alone with Greg to do whatever you want. Meanwhile, I'm going outside and just holding Sam above my head maniacally. Okay, before we begin, before we continue, uh, let's roll for, let's have uh, Ty roll for assess, because Ty did ask me very politely in a chat <laughs> to roll for assess. I, yes, I, I said, uh, when it is appropriate, I would like to roll for assess, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to step on anybody's toes. Uh, all right. Fucking roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, seven plus, what do I add for that? Nine. So you get one, is it one question? Yes. Okay, what is your one question out of the oh list? Oh boy, okay. Um, where can I gain the most advantage? Because like, I know, I know I have this lavender and I would assume that if it can hurt these other people, then maybe it can also hurt Greg. So like, I assume that, that he is vulnerable to that or that Greg is vulnerable to that. Where can I gain my most advantage? Right where you're at, actually, right? Right where you're standing because... Greg's eyes are mostly focused on the person who shot a fucking rocket into his <laughs> castle. So, like, the focus is there. And being a big boy looking past you, his eyes aren't focused necessarily on you right now. All right. Delaney, at this point, is like, looking at Greg, looking at that situation, <laughs> looking at Jesse, and it's just like, oh, there's a lot going on here. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, wait, where's Fred? Fred's outside. Don't worry about Fred's Fred. Fred's just hanging out. <laughs> Fred didn't go in the cast. Oh, yeah, that's right. You brought two others with you, so I guess Fred's dealing with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fred's got lavender. Yeah, Fred's Fred's got lavender. It's fine. Jesse? Yeah? Look at, look at me. Yeah? It's time for this talk boy to become, to become a talk man. Jesse turns towards oh away from ash and towards greg the shadowy figure sitting in the throne reaches into his pants pulls out a bunch of lavender and starts just charges him and ash runs starts running towards out of out of the the castle towards whatever the fuck <laughs> bishop's got going on <laughs> okay ty i need you to roll to attack <sighs> hey guys, that'd be a five. Oh, oh no! no! Jesse, no! I'm gonna cut back to uh, Jesse here in a second. So uh, you you lift Sam up by her throat, and she's just kind of uh, gasping for air at this point. <laughs> And as this is happening, she goes back and reaches for the gun and tries to pull on you and shoot you right in this moment. And uh, I need you to, real quick, uh, roll for <laughs> evade. Roll to not die. <laughs> roll evade, fucker. <laughs> That's a six. 
and a four. That's a ten. I don't know. Oh, shit. You don't have anything. Yeah, I always know your stats because they're my stats. You don't have anything <laughs> to evade, but that's good enough, baby. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, what I do you do? I don't know if we should be cheering this moment where I am choking a woman to <laughs> well, fuck. death. You're right, you're right, you're right, right. Okay, Ooh, but she is also like a, she's also a vampire lady and she was going to shoot him in the face, so you know. <laughs> All right, so uh, what do you do? Tell me how how you kind of evade this. I don't think I evade in the traditional sense of the word. I don't know to what extent Greg Power has come, but I imagine Gun comes around, Hal just grabs the wrist. I don't know if I have the ability to break it, but squeeze the wrist with like enough force that it forces the gun out of their hands, and then I like kick it out the door. Betrayer, I'm just screaming, staring up at Sam, and my eyes are now, like, you can see the pupils dilate, and then dilate even more to where my eyes are pure black, and I'm just screaming Judas at her as I'm bringing her skull closer to my mouth, which is now opening to reveal these jagged shards of teeth in massive rows going back into my gullet. And Ash has picked up Sam's, or... Uh, Hal's gun, really, the discarded gun, slid down, grabbed it, and and come back up. Hal, we're good. We're good. You p- put her down. Put put her down, boy. She betrayed me. She betrayed us. She betrayed the cult. Hal, it's over. Jesse is in there, hopefully, murdering an old god. How did we get here? This was supposed to be a normal field trip. <laughs> I worked to bring these people hope, to bring these people care, to bring these people love, and she's trying to ruin it. She's trying to break away from me, and I'm not going to let her do that, for we are one. This was my fault when I said lean into the the youth pastor Hal Bishop thing, wasn't it? Okay. Hal, put the cultist... Vampire? Did we stop? Put her down! Now! (laughs) Or what? Hal, if you do this, you're going to regret it. Trust me when I say that I'm speaking from experience. You remember what I said to you in the church? The thing that you have control over is what kind of person you let your, the, the weird, your experiences, everything turn you into. Is this the kind of person you want to be? Ever since I came here, Delaney, I have I have come up with one thing every single week, one thought that is pervasive throughout my head, and it's the fact that I don't fucking know anything. Does it matter if we're going up against an evil cult? Does it matter if they're recreating Jurassic Park in Alabama? I don't know anything, and that means if anything happens, if any problems happened, I don't know how to fix them. But now, I can. Now, if if Carrion Hill's going to be destroyed, I can stop it. Now, if this world gets in danger, I can stop it. I have the power, finally. Look around you. Does this look like a fix? You're about to try to bite Sam's head off. This isn't going to fix anything all you're doing is of avoiding what's scaring you by making more problems 
Please. We, we'll figure it out. You just, just put her down. Put her down, huh? Fine. And then I throw Sam in the air. So, okay, here's what, here's what happens. You toss her into the air. And as you do, you start losing your power before uh, she falls back into your mouth. Strangely, so this human being just like gets tossed in the air and then just comes down and hits you in the face. Lands on your fucking face. Uh, so you do take you do take one harm. Okay. Uh, so please please mark one harm on your sheet there. Uh, even though we are close to the end here, uh, as she lands on your fucking face. Uh, as this happens, like. Immediately, uh, Ash realizes that something is going on here. And as uh, Ash looks back, you can see that that Jesse tried his best to hit Greg with the lavender. But uh, Greg had hit Jesse instead with the same touch that he left on Hal. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What do I feel like in this moment? So I don't feel like you are as like theatrical as Hal is. And it's it's kind of the same situation where it grows over time. So I think like right off the bat, I think because it makes you feel really good. Yeah. But I think you're still more human and realizing what has happened as of right now. And as you look back at everybody, Greg looks at you all and says... Too much drama. <laughs> and then disappears into the ether. I'm real happy we're past the having to come up with explanations version of Hal Bishop because at this point all he could come up with is, I don't know, I went into a castle and did cocaine with an old man <laughs> and then started trying to eat people. <laughs> Seriously. Jesse? I, hey, um. Y'all right, bud? I um I don't know how to feel about what just happened here. Am I gonna have to start eating people? I would hope not, because I I've grown rather fond of you and I really would prefer not to have to shoot you. Uh, what is Oh man. And I, I flop to the like just sort of sit down on the ground and kind of just, just flop there. I don't know what to do now oh 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 ah, oh oh geez and i start ripping lavender like out from under my shirt and like out of my pockets and stuff um where it has started to like leave i assume leave hives and stuff on my my body because as i said i had shoved it into all of my clothes because i didn't want anybody to touch me mm -hmm. oh jeez ah, ah, ah. while you're doing that i do walk up to sam and I do kick her really hard, and I do press, like, just a huge hunk of lavender up against her skin. I'm still <laughs> under her! Oh, I don't I don't give a hot shit. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> like, we're gonna have a day new mob, buddy. You hang in there. <laughs> but then I sit down next to Jesse, and I hand you a card that just says, uh, the Department of the Weird. And it has a phone number and an address in DC. Uh, this is my number. This is an address. Give me a call. Come find me. 
we'll sort this out. And he he takes the card, and he looks at you, and like there's there's tears welling up in his eyes as he realizes like he doesn't know what is going to happen next for him. Like does does he need to like is this like a thing like when you're bitten by a zombie and you need to kill yourself? Like what is this? He doesn't know. And then he looks at the card. You guys work for the Department of Transportation. <laughs> that's it cut that's it that's great so as the ewoks gather around jesse cheering yub nub <laughs> uh no but i think the harpstead situation i can't really be solved by just the two of you so i think in this case you may have called for some backup yeah, did did a little quick phone call of like, hey, so here's the thing. So I think that you call the director or, you know, somebody at the department to like uh, bring in backup. Uh, backup comes very quick, like within 30 minutes. And then you two decide, oh, we'll just leave it. Leave it to everybody else. We've had a day. I don't know how much more useful we're going to be here in the shape that we're in currently. Right. They they come in. They're nice and fresh, and uh, maybe they they see us and they're like, "You guys should go. We we got this." <laughs> so to get back to to Washington D.C., you make your way through uh, Philadelphia. You two stop for food and you know eat something, and it's it's quiet between you two. I don't think that there's a lot of talking after the events of the past uh, few days. And uh, you're outside of Philly, um, heading south towards uh, D.C. And I think that this is kind of a good time for the two of you to discuss what the fuck happened this episode. Now, would you say we're on, like, the eastern side of Philadelphia or perhaps on, on in West Philadelphia? I hate you so much. God damn it. I hate this. <laughs> the energy... It's mostly just exhaustion. Yeah. And like neither, I would say like ne- neither of us know where to begin with each other. Yeah. You shot someone. I almost ate someone. I think we're both kind of like, okay, shit happened. Um, but I, I do think Hal would be the first to break the silence simply with, do you think Jesse's going to be okay? Okay. Yes. Any more than that, we'll just have to see. I mean, the people that I called in, they'll take care of Harpstead and they'll they'll have that handled. Jesse's going to have a lot to adjust to, but... Yeah. I... It's not an easy adjustment, I'll tell you that. And look, I don't know who you called in, but they're not gonna be able to stop him. Greg, I mean, not Jesse. I don't think Jesse could hurt a fly, but... <laughs> Probably not Not even with the Greg powers. Um, G- Greg has definitely left the scene, it-, it appears. So, I mean, I guess that's one good thing from this misadventure. And then perhaps, hopefully, you've got whatever it is that you've had going on out of your system, so to speak. Do you know why I almost ate Sam? I feel like there are a lot of potential answers to that question, but I remember you saying that you felt like you had power, that you were in control. I mean, you were absolutely, 
out of control, but I think we've established that, and I'm trying very hard to not hold it against you. I... I forget sometimes how young you are, and it's a lot for almost anyone to, to handle, and I know that I could have handled things better. I, I, I saw that you were in a bad place, and look, I don't, I, I don't do a lot of the emotionally connecting things, which is why I thought, you know, cults, that would be a good time, and so, I mean, most of this is on you. I think that's valid. Most of this is on you, Hal, but I didn't do great either. You did shoot a man. Yeah, but I think he had it coming. Fair point. I, I <sighs> the thing is, I didn't, I didn't almost eat Sam. I didn't almost cause a great exodus. I didn't, fuck it, I'll say it, go off the deep end because of some mystical ancient old god. And that's what scares me. Greg made me see something. Greg got in my head and he... He showed me Carrion Hill, and he showed me it all disappearing, and he showed me Maggie d disappearing, and I couldn't fucking accept that. And I don't know if I can right now, but I'm scared. I don't know what's going on, and... <sighs> Fuck. You're all I have right now. And that's kind of a scary thought, no offense. You know what? Honestly, you may have noticed I am not close with very many people either. And really, while it may have been a, a bit of a circuitous journey to get there, I think this is an important step forward for you, Hal. I mean, before, you weren't able to admit that you were scared at all. So, if anything... This is a step in the right direction. This is how you grow. How do we grow? Together. Mm. Don't like that. Mm -mm. Is it supposed to hurt this much? Yeah, but I think it gets better. And about Carrion Hill, it was a vision that was implanted in your head. It was manipulation. But... Look, here's, here's what I'll do. I will look into Carrion Hill. I'm sure everything is fine. You had a demon in your head, but I will look into it, double check. You don't have to worry about it at all. You don't have to deal with any Maggie-ness. I'll handle all of it. Thanks. That's what friends do? Mm, still don't like it. Yeah. Well... To get out of that awkward conversation, when I was getting back from getting the cheesesteaks, I saw this weird thing run down an alleyway. It was like seven feet tall, covered in orange fur. I've got no idea. I figured you would know what it was. Uh, no, I'm not familiar, but... Well, I mean, we've got some time to kill before we have to get back to the office. Let's take him down. <laughs> <laughs> God, you know we're going to do a one-shot of that now, no. right? We have to... Patreon.com slash join the weird. 
So actually, I like because it implies because, you know, Gritty didn't become a thing until the late, what, to the 2010s or something, that this is this is pre-Gritty, that whatever we do to Gritty, then he ends up getting work as a hockey mascot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Lilo and Stitch situation. We have to help Gritty find his perfect place on the hockey <laughs> ring. I love it. Okay, yeah, we're going to do that later. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think uh, as you uh, complete your mission, like your day mission to capture the orange uh, fuzzy creature that roams the alleys of Philadelphia, I think the two of you um, make your way home, uh, how you drop Delaney off at the DOT. No one is allowed to know where Ash lives. (laughs) Right. And you go to your, um, tell me a little bit about your apartment right as of now. It is a studio apartment, so it is just one big-ass room, and it does have a Murphy bed that I can kind of pull down, but the springs are a little bit too tight on them, so if I'm not laying on it, that bitch is going back up. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Uh, There's a single CRT seated in front of, like, the window uh, with probably an NES... Because that'll be old at this point, so I think Hal could have afforded, like, an NES so he could play some stuff. But I think the main thing you're wanting to know about the apartment is why there are all of these newspapers scattered everywhere in what appears to be a trail of dog food leading from the kitchen onto, in, in front of the Murphy bed. Mm-hmm. And how does uh, Gerard Butzler, your, uh, your new uh, flatmate greet you when you come in not like someone who almost ate a person a few hours ago should be treated leaps into my arms licks the face lets me know things are gonna be all right if you want to know more about gerard butzler the corgi you can check out episode plus on patreon.com slash join the weird for as little as five dollars you can listen to our special adventure where you get introduced to the cutest corgi in a podcast and eventually, us versus Gritty, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you you come in into the apartment. Everything seems to be normal. Uh, Gerard Butler is very excited to see you. And there is a voicemail on your phone. And you don't really talk to too many people. So this is kind of interesting that that somebody had called you. Even, like, Delaney doesn't even really call you. So it's kind of weird that you have a voicemail. I don't know if it would be called a voicemail back then. I think it would be a message left on his answering machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ancient. Oh, the fucking Ancient. nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that's the, the kind of the situation there. Obviously, I'm guessing that you that you listen to it. I mean, if you say no, we can just end the episode here. No, I just kind of go sit and play Nintendogs for a few. No, I do. I go and I... Uh, I press the button on the answering machine which I assume sends a loud this is how you know what to do or don't I don't care <laughs> and then it holds for like a, a an awkward amount of time before the beep happens and no hold on it continues it to I pressed the fucking button yeah it's supposed to be what do you mean it's still recording <laughs> and then and then it hits the beep like in the middle <laughs> uh I think this is Agent Bishop. Hi, uh, uh, you may not remember me. My name is, uh, uh, Dr. Cooper. Uh, we had met in Carrion Hill. Uh, what's, how do I, how do I put this? Shit, I'll just cut to the chase. Um, 
Something's going on in Carrion Hill, and I need to talk to you about it. Charles Joseph Kelly. Ash Delaney is played by Megan Danger. Hal Bishop is played by Scotty Moore. Cheyenne Midday is played by Nancy Dreckman. The narrator is played by Lee Shackelford. Guest starring Ty from Side Character Quest as Jesse. Everyone else is played by Charles Kelly. Thanks for joining the Weird Y'all. This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.